Shabbos Afkuf Memches. Today's email demonstrates tremendous camaraderie and achdos that we have within our shir. Comes from Binyamin Lapidus from Lakewood, who says that through an email that Lave, the individual is going through the Geirus process in South Africa, it gave him a tremendous hisiris on his abelus hachurban on Tishabov. Unbelievable. The Gemara tells us that according to Shmuel, he has a reverse gears in our mission. In fact, if somebody breaks a bone on Shabbos, he could fix it on Shabbos. The Gemara tells us an amazing story. The Rabbi Barbachana, when he showed up to Rabbi Yehuda's city, he didn't go into Rabbi Yehuda's shir. And Rabbi Yehuda was upset. And he sent a Gabbai to take away his coat, make sure that he comes. So he came to the shir. And as soon as he got to the shir, he heard Rabbi Yehuda say that if you have a broken bone, you don't fix it on Shabbos. says, Rabbi Barbachana, but we paskin that you do fix. Shmuel says you do fix. He says, look, Shmuel is from my city and I never heard this halacha. Isn't it a good thing I took away your coat? Look at this halacha you just taught me. Rav Avia thought that since the halacha is not exactly like our mission, in fact that you could fix a broken bone, so he thought you could also fix and put back a dislocated arm or leg. And the Gemara says, you think it's one stitch? One part of the Mishnah is off, but the other part of the Mishnah remains. And with that we finish Perek Chavis. The following Perek is Perek Shail. You're permitted to borrow wine and oil from a neighbor, provided that you use a lotion of hashileni. Hashileni means that it's a short-term loan, and the person can come and take it anytime, and therefore you won't write down that he lent you the wine and oil. But if you say halveni, halveni, halveni is a lotion of 30 days and out, and therefore people write it down. We're concerned they might write it down on Shabbos. If you're lending somebody wine and oil, and you don't trust them, you could require a code of mashkut without saying it, and you do the cheshman after Yantiv, and the same halachas with a carbon Pesach. If you're stuck without a carbon Pesach, you could purchase one, so to speak, and give a coat, and you go and pay the guy after Yantiv. On Yantiv, if you can make a shinui, you can, make it, you can do it in a different way, so go ahead and do it differently. So for instance, the Gemara says, how come when a woman draws water from a well, she doesn't do a shinui? She doesn't use a larger pail. Because a larger pail will mean it's heavier, it's more tircha on Yantiv. A smaller pail will require more trips. More trips is also a problem. To put some sort of beggar on it, it might get wet. Schita. To put a wooden cover on it, you might tie it or fall. So there's no way to do it. But otherwise, you have to make some sort of shinui. The Gemara tells us amazing on Shabbos and Yantav, you're not allowed to clap your hands, you're not allowed to dance, you're not allowed to bang on your chest, not for a simcha and not for avelos. The Gemara says, it's better that we don't tell people this halacha so they should be a shagig and not a mazid. There's a Ramosha Feinstein that says perhaps today you can. And that's why today we don't do a macha. Similar to the halacha, if a woman is, or people are sitting next to the end of the mavoi with a zalachi, we're concerned. You shouldn't sit there because if you have something in your hand, it might fall out into Rishis Ram, you'll grab it. But you see people do, and we don't make a macha. The same thing with a da'iraisa, that's not mafurish, like to add extra time to Yom Kippur before Yom Kippur goes in. You should start the fast earlier. Many people are not mocked on it. We don't tell them, but in a derisis mefurish, you do make a macha. There's a halacha according to Hillel, that you're not allowed to lend somebody saw besaw. You can't give them wheat and say, give me back wheat, because what if the price goes up? The same thing would be for a loaf of bread, even though it's a very small item. What if the price of wheat goes up? You're doing ribbis. However, if the price is known, how much a loaf of bread costs, then you're permitted, because you'll just demand the cash instead of the actual bread. According to Rav Yosef, anytime you lend somebody something on Yantav, you have no recourse in Bezdin. Why? Because if you say there's recourse, he might come to write it down. So it has to be built on trust. According to Rabbah, 
If people can't lend and go to Bezdin, then they won't lend, and therefore there'll be less Simchas Yantiv. Now, a person prefers to take a coat, like we said in the Mishnah, then to run to Bezdin. That's why we take a coat. Very interesting halacha. On the first day of Rosh Hashanah, a person decided to share his meat with other people. In other words, lend them meat. Now, what is the first day of Rosh Hashanah? It could possibly be the last day of the previous year. And therefore, if, if it's not really a day of Rosh Hashanah, it's the last day of the previous year, then the halacha is, anytime you lend somebody something on a year of Shemitah, when the last day occurs, there's no more loan. So therefore, this person does not get back his meat, because it was the last day of Shemitah in this case. Or, the first day of Rosh Hashanah is the first day of the following year. That is, if the previous year, the previous El only had 29 days, then the first day of Rosh Hashanah is the following year, and he could have recourse. He could demand his money back. So the Gemara says that if we say that the first day of Rosh Hashanah was actually from the previous year, it comes out that it wasn't a yantar. It was actually a weekday. And if it was a weekday, without this halacha that Shemit is Meshamit, he would go to Bezdin because it's not a yantar according to Rabbi Bezdin. But if the first day of Rosh Hashanah is yantar, then he has no recourse according to Rabbi Bezdin. He can't go to Bezdin because it was a loan done on yantar. So then why does it say that it's Meshamit we have to say that the pshat is the, the laiva, the person who took the meat wants to pay it back and then the malva, the one who gave the meat would have to say, you don't have to he has to say it with those words I'm a because of shmita, you no longer have to pay me but if you want to, if the person insists he could take the payment the halacha is you're not allowed to be magdish or carbon you're not allowed to say this carbon is a oila on Shabbos and Yantav however, when it comes to carbon Pesach on Shabbos, or carbon Chagiga, on Yantiv, you're permitted to designate it as a carbon. Since you're allowed to be Makravit, you're allowed to designate it. The halacha is that on Shabbos and Yantiv, you can't say, Erki Alai, I want to donate this amount of money because it becomes a transaction right then and there. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to give Truma. It's like a transaction. Truma Samaisros. Rabbi Yochanan is going to say that because this carbon Pesach is a Chiv on today, it's not like Erechen and Truma Samaisros, I have to bring it today. So it's permitted to designate it as a carbon pesach today. Have a wonderful day.